Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Hello, Professor Marty's not able to be with us today, so it's just going to be you and me having a discussion around the topic of sleep and in particular the importance of a bedtime routine for both kids and for adults. I am currently taking part with a group of friends in something called the Stoic Challenge. It's a 21 days of activities that challenge you to move out of your comfort zones and to learn and to grow. For example, one day we were to learn about a new topic we had never experienced, explored before. Uh, I took the opportunity to learn about the game of cricket, which has always kind of baffled me, and now I understand how cricket works. Now, one day we were supposed to go for an hour-long walk outside, regardless of the weather, and look at our surroundings as though we were an artist, and we were trying to capture all those nuances of the things we were seeing. So go for a walk with an artist's eye. Another was to pick a favorite author, and then read everything we can by that author within the next year. So different challenges like that. Uh, Our challenge today is to take something off our plate, to give something up. But recently, we were challenged to establish a bedtime routine. That in order to get a really solid night's sleep, we need to get our body into a pattern to signal to our mind and our body that it's time to shut down and rest. And I thought this would be a good topic for us to explore, not only for our kids, but also for us as adults as well. So what are the benefits of sleep and why is a bedtime routine important? First, let's spend a few moments and think about sleep and why sleep is so important to us. According to a recent article written by Joe Leach and Dr. Atlee Arnonson, here are 10 reasons why sleep is important to us. Number one, poor sleep is strongly linked to weight gain. Children who did not get a solid night's rest were 89% more likely to be obese, and adults were 55% more likely. So it appears to impact both the hormones and our motivation to be active. Number two, good sleepers tend to eat fewer calories. Again, they think this is due to hormone regulation, which helps with appetite suppression. Number three, good sleep can produce more concentration and productivity. I think we've all experienced that, right? If we don't get a good night's sleep, it's just hard to focus the next day, hard to get things done. Number four, good sleep increases athletic performance. In one study with 2,800 women, those who got less sleep had a slower walking pace, they had a weaker grip when they were asked to squeeze something, and they had greater difficulty performing independent activities. Number five, Poor sleepers have a greater risk of heart disease and stroke. I think this is one of the big concerns for those with sleep apnea, right? And that's why you want to make sure you're getting good sleep so that it cuts down on those risks for heart and, and heart disease and stroke. Number six, sleep affects our ability to me- metabolize glucose and inc- can actually increase our chance of developing type 2 diabetes. A lot, of, a lot of things here. Number seven, poor sleep is linked to depression. Number eight, sleep is proven to increase our immune system. So very, very important to have that strong immune system, uh, to eat well, to not stress too much, but also to get plenty of sleep. Number nine, poor sleep is linked to increase inflammation in the body, and inflammation has so many negative effects on other things within the body. And number 10, sleep affects emotions and social interactions. We all know this one from toddlers, right? A cranky toddler? Oh, the importance of a nap, right? But what if this is true for adults too? Now, it's very evident that sleep is extremely important for our physical, mental, and emotional health. And understanding that, one way to increase our chance of getting a good night's sleep is to establish a bedtime routine. 
So what are some of the things that we should consider for our bedtime routine? The experts say that we should turn off electronic screens at least 30 minutes before we want to go to sleep, minimum of 30 minutes, and, and start to let our mind unwind before we climb into bed. I think each person needs to find their routine that works for them. One important aspect is to have a consistent time when you go to sleep. I know it sounds old and boring, but just as children thrive from routine, so do adults. Our bodies and our brains feel secure when there is predictability in the day-to-day -day activities of life. We need to save the adrenaline-producing activities for our hobbies, for those, those fun things, not for the day-to-day -day things that we do to get things done. Then we, routines are really, really healthy for us. So if we practice reverse engineering here, so let's start with the end in mind. Determine what time you need to get up in the morning. And then healthy adults are supposed to get between seven to nine hours of sleep per night. So based upon that, what time do you need to turn in? So do a little experimenting also to see if you prefer seven hours, eight hours, nine hours. I typically feel a little bit better when I wake up after seven hours of sleep than I do after eight hours of sleep. So I shoot to get at least seven a night. But it varies from person to person, so explore and experiment with that. I'm an early riser, which means I have an early bedtime. And sure, there are times when I stay up later when there are social things going on, but on a typical weeknight, I'm asleep a little before 10, and I'm up a little bit before 5 each day. My personal routine is that a half hour before bed, I turn off the TV, stop checking my phone and my computer, brush my teeth, then I read for 15 to 20 minutes, spend a few minutes journaling about my day, I pray before I lay down because if I pray laying down, I oftentimes fall asleep on my prayers. And then I play a psalm on my the Bible app. Um, I, have it, I have it read that psalm out loud to me. So that's the last thing on my mind and in my heart as I drift off to sleep. And that is what works for me. But I think each person needs to determine what they value, how they want to spend their time, and what helps them wind down. If you're having a hard time sleeping, you may also want to explore alcohol and eating at night and how that affects your ability to sleep. Again, varies from person to person, so play around with it, see what works for you. Some people also explore with the ambiance of the room. For example, they may block out all the sources of light. They may turn the thermostat down a bit at, at night and sleep with the room a little bit colder. Some need the white, the, the white noise of a fan. Uh, some don't have any electronics in their room, no TV or phone in their bedroom. Again, it varies by person, so explore, play around with it, and find what gives you your best night's sleep and rest. We need to establish this routine for kids as well. A consistent bedtime, 30 to 60 minutes before bed, shut down the screens, begin relaxing the mind and the spirit so we can fall into deep slumber and wake up rested and renewed. Reading is such a good activity with kids. Maybe depending on their age, you talk with them about their day. Spend some time being aware of helping them be aware of the things that they felt and processing emotions, similar to what we as an adult would do if we were journaling. But with a child, you're just going to talk with them about it and get them into that mind habit of thinking that way, even though they're not writing about it. And just one more really important benefit of sleep I'd like to share with you. During sleep, your mind has like a reboot switch. It resets things, especially our stress baseline. There's also a fascinating body of new research that says that our brains do a type of deep clean or scrub while we're sleeping. It's like the overnight cleaning crew goes in and they begin to scrub away the plaque that can build up and lead to dementia. And that only happens, that type of cleaning only happens when we fall into a deep sleep. So just one more reason why good sleep is so very, very important. When we get a healthy night of rest on a consistent basis, 
it improves our physical, emotional, and mental health. And depending on our routine, it can even nourish our spiritual health as well. And here's the thing, it's absolutely free. There's no supplements to buy. There's no gym membership. It's just, it's free and it's really enjoyable and it's incredibly healthy. And don't even get me started on the power of a 20 minute nap each day. I think I've talked about that on other podcasts. So for my Christmas present to myself, I signed up for a program called Masterclass. It's a series of four to eight hour lectures or seminars from professional people on different topics. And they have one from a sleep expert and I haven't watched it yet. But when I do, if I learn some new information, I'll come back and share that with you as well. I've also been asked uh, by a listener to record a podcast on sleep and teens since that has some unique aspects. So that's going to be coming up in the next few weeks. So again, please, if you have ideas for podcasts, things you'd like me to explore, research, study, and then share with you, let me know. I'm happy to do it. I love doing that sort of thing. Our goal at Five to Thrive is to equip parents and educators to help young people develop to their full God-given potential. So here are our five tips for this week. Number one, adults should aim for seven to nine hours of sleep per night. Children, depending on their age, should have the goal of eight to 10 hours of sleep each night. Number two, establish a bedtime routine to help wind down your mind and prepare your body for sleep. Number three, consider the ritual that the ritual or rituals that have value to you. Do you want to read? Do you want to journal? Do you want to pray? Do you want to stretch? Number four, be consistent with that each and every night. Routine gives us a sense of security. Our minds like security, especially when we're going to be sleeping. And number five, apply these same concepts with your children. So God bless and rest well. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.